When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Dutra. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk long about walks yourself. on the beach. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh, couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh, sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. You're listening to Causeway Street. Enjoy the show, man. It's always good. Team ambassador, Boston Celtics, Leon Poe, baby. Holla. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe, Sway, Joel, and Sean. been so impressed with the Celtics loss, the way they lost Wednesday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Thursday night. Thursday night. I get the Cleveland Cavaliers. Is that weird? Is that weird to say? I've never been so impressed with how the Celtics lost against a team that their big three went off for nearly 80 points. You're going into the game with no Al Horford. You have no Jay Crowder. You nearly erase a 17-point deficit in the fourth quarter, and you lose by six points. Yeah, I mean, cool. It's still lost, though. I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously. But, but a loss was, is a loss, but I'm tough. saying, if you had to pick another game against another team where you lose in that fashion, well, and, and, and in those year, circumstances. Last year against the Warriors in Boston, that was... Oh, that's different, man. That's a triple overtime thriller. I'm that, talking about was it. A, a championship... I mean, a championship. A, a champion Cleveland Cavalier team. How is that different? It's the same exact thing. No, it's completely different because what? you don't have <laughs> Al Horford and you don't have Jay Crowder. All right, all right. Can you imagine if... That that's like last year's situation, and you don't have Isaiah Thomas, right. I guess, because because right. Al Horford, we can say right, is they the Celtics' most Marcus valuable Smart. player. They didn't have Marcus Smart. Yeah, but I mean, he's, right. he's like the fifth best player on the team. Fair, I'll give it to you. It was an it was a great game. Loss. It was a great game. An impressive loss, but um, but Jalen Brown looked good. 
Yes, he did. There's that. He looked good, and so did sure. a couple other players from the Celtics. Did, so that, did cool. that hurt you to say, Sean? A little bit. Yeah, you, were, you yeah. didn't even want to come. You're hesitant. You there. didn't want it to come yeah. out your mouth there. You didn't even want to give him props. Hey, I'll give him one game, man. Your I'll favorite, give, your I'll favorite give him rookie. One game. I'll favorite give him one rookie. game, and, and, and we'll see where it goes from here. Just one game? Like, that's all you, he, you're never going to live this down, by the way. Like, I mean, do I have to remind you again? Jamal Murray, Buddy Heald, how are they doing in the first couple of weeks of the season? Um, Not doing too well, are they, compared I mean, to Jalen Brown? I mean... Is it safe to say that out of all those guys, Jalen Brown's having the best start to his career? It's been six games? Bender. Okay, just saying. I'm, uh, yeah, I, it's Bender. A little, it's yeah. a little Has early. Has Bender even seen the floor for the, for the lowly uh, uh, Phoenix yes, Suns? He has. And, Barely. And, but, but it's a little Barely. early to already anoint him. The best. I'm not anointing him. <laughs> I'm just, just talking. To. No, I'm just talking about who. He's saying out so of those far, top out of the, picks, who, out of the, right. out of the first, you know, six, five, six games. Sure. All right. Yep. Jalen Brown's awesome. I mean, you can make an argument for Chris Dunn, but that's about it. Chris Dunn. That's what I wanted. Anyways, that's not. That's not. Yeah, we're, but, we're not going to just get into that. Uh, but we'll, obviously, we've got to break down that game. Yep. We're also going to talk about um, the uh, comeback of Kelly Olynyk. Olynyk's going to be back in the front court, so they always need some help there. Yes. And we'll uh, we'll look ahead to the Celtics schedule next week and, and see how they fare out against uh, the teams they're going to play. But but the main focus of this podcast is going to be the game against the Cavaliers, okay? Because what what's so funny? The main focus of this. This podcast. is the main focus of this podcast because I was we discussed the real issues. Come on, man! I was impressed. This is this is on the national stage. Right. Jalen Brown goes nuts, which is not maybe that's not going to happen every single time he play against the Cavs. But to only lose by six points against the Cavs, against that, <laughs> go into that city, that depressing ass city after they just blew a three one lead in the yeah. in the World Series. Yeah, I mean, come on, we got we can't. They needed that game. Can't negate the fact that like, man, these guys and all three of these guys between Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, they're not going to do that every single time. They're not going to combine for almost eighty points. They combined for seventy nine points that night. Yeah, that is the best they're going to do. And the Celtics only lost by six points without their most valuable player, without their most arguably their most valuable defender in Jay Crowder because he's the one that's going to be guarding LeBron James throughout these battles. Mm -hmm. And then you got guys, you know, talking heads on TNT, talking about, hey, this is a team that they may be seeing the Cavs in the playoffs. Even LeBron James in his postgame interview was like, we know those guys on the other side, we may see them down the line. We may see them in May. You know, we might end up being against going against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, it was good. I think it was good on a couple levels. I mean, obviously the loss – you don't have your two best players, oh, two of your two of your starting lineup. I'll put it that way, right? Um, but to show that you can compete with the Cavs, they pass the huge. test. They pass they the pass test. The test. I mean, if you look at that game on paper, you're like, oh, no Al Horford, no Jay Crowder. You're going up against the Cavs, fully healthy, playing great basketball. It's going to be a blowout. But they were able to keep it tight. Avery Bradley continued his hot start. Isaiah Thomas still looks really good. Mm-hmm. And is able to take over the game when he wants. Marcus Smart had an all right game. Now, I will ask you this. When you turned the game on, you started watching that, and immediately you saw Jalen Brown trying to D up on LeBron James. I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because even though Jalen Brown's like a, like a you know, built athletic guy, LeBron James makes him look like a little scrawny, yeah. like little well, dude. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't it having Jalen Brown better than Jarebko? Because that's what everyone thought, right? Because I thought that. Right. I, mean, I figured he would go with the Jarebko lineup like he did against the against the Hawks. Did you, you know? think before the game it was better? No, I thought before the game I would have said put Jarebko on him all day because right. he's able to be a little, you know, he would have gotten foul trouble like crazy. But Jalen Brown did all right. I mean, he wasn't, he didn't shut him down. Of course he didn't because. Right. Who really does? Right. But what, I mean, 
it, it, that that did build a little respect for Jalen Brown for me. He was able to guard him. It wasn't in like he was blowing past him every every single every single time he he touched the ball. I don't know. Justin, every like, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give Jalen Brown any. No, I know. But I'm saying, but Justin, every part of his overall performance that evening, being his what fifth game as a pro, fifth game, first game as a starter, yep. first game as a starter. You're kind of thrown in there. Six. No, fifth game. You're right. Yeah. Being thrown in there like, hey, I want you to guard LeBron James. I want Go. you to guard. Right, exactly. In I Cleveland, think, too. Yeah. Which I think that was like sort of Brad yeah. Stevens. That was probably strategic by Brad Stevens. Oh, absolutely. Throw him out there, see how he reacts. Right. Because I think the one thing that uh, that you can tell about Jalen Brown is he is ready for that big moment. You know well, what I mean? It kind of goes back to the to the Bulls' loss in, in, in Chicago. In week one, right? Sway, you brought that up. You, you you thought to yourself, hey, maybe Brad Stevens is trying to give this kid some confidence because mm-hmm. he sees something in him defensively. Forget everything else. Right. But athletically, he's he he could he could be at the end of these games, trying to make something happen. And that's what I've been preaching since Travel. day one, since the draft. That this guy <laughs> is going to be a defensive. <laughs> he's going to be a defensive juggernaut, I believe, in the in the future. I don't know if that's going to be this year, but it starts now. And I think the fact that Brad Stevens didn't you know, want to protect him from being embarrassed. You know, he put him out there, put him on a national stage at Cleveland against LeBron, and he held his own. He held his own defensively, and he scored on LeBron. Okay? Yeah. He went past him now more than once. He went past him. Shot a couple threes. Shot a couple threes in the fourth quarter. And in, in that situation, when you're in the midst of a comeback, trying to erase a 17-point deficit. That's ballsy. I mean, the guy's fearless. I've always said, like, that's just the best way to describe Jalen Brown's game. It's just fearless. Yeah, and you know what? I actually can see myself liking Jalen Brown maybe for the sole reason that he will not allow Gerald Green to get on the court. <laughs> you hate Gerald Green. No, he <laughs> is a sloppy mess out there, no, dude. We've we established this. Sean hates the Celtics bench other than Marcus Smart. He's a sloppy mess, man. Just yeah. the the other night, he was just jacking threes. Just jack like yeah. you're down by fourteen. Like like, like get like a smart? good possession. Jacking threes. Get a good no. Smart does <laughs> Smart, smart wasn't one for seven from three point land against Cleveland. Smart doesn't. Smart, he wants to be a three point shooter so bad he really does. that he, all he doesn't do, care all he about has to his do shot is selection. Just drive to the basket right. and find open man. That's all he needs to do. I know. He's like, no, coach. We need three point shooting. I'm your guy. I'm gonna chuck these three point shots. I bet you. I bet you. Even Brad, and, and Brad, it's only a matter of time before they start going in. Grabs his blonde hair to go. Do not shoot three pointers. <laughs> just find the open man or get your ass into the lane. Why do we? Why do we? Why do the Celtics have so many? Overconfident three point shooters. Remember Jared Sellinger last year? The most confident dude just stroking four three pointers a game for no reason and making. I mean, look at, look at Amir Johnson. You think, think Brad Stevens was happy him taking four three pointers? Yeah, no, I get it. He made it against, you know, against Chicago on uh, Wednesday. Right. And, you know, they gave him the open shot. But you think Brad Stevens sat there every time he took a shot was like, yes, great, great, great I shot. I don't know. I just don't see the point of Gerald Green on this team. I still don't. <laughs> I still don't. Like, now that Kelly Olynyk's going to be coming back, he shouldn't play at all. Like, he shouldn't play at all. And until J- he, will, he will have some minutes until Jay Crowder gets back. But if you have a healthy Crowder and a healthy Jalen Brown and you have Jarepko, Gerald Green should not play any seat of the floor at all, man. He really shouldn't. Well, with Kelly Olynyk coming back, yeah, I think it's safe to say that because, you know, Steven doesn't want to be playing or, or using a 10-11 man rotation throughout the entire season. Yeah. So. so should I play the uh, Gerald Green drop we got for Dutra? No. Oh, yeah, we talked to Gerald Green, actually. Yeah. He, he's actually a big fan of yours. He uh, good, good, had nothing but kind words to say about how yeah. you break down the game <laughs> on Causeway Street. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
So the Celtics were able to avenge that loss against the Bulls. I'm glad Joel brought that up because then, I mean, I wanted the focus to be on, on the Cleveland game, but of course that game was also important because uh, that was a big win. You you had to beat those guys. I feel like you know not only because they they, they lost to the Bulls a week before, but you lost you lost Jay Crowder in the middle of the game. Well, yeah, that's. But you still got the all, you got the you got the win at least. I mean, yeah, no, but smart but smart came in and uh, provided some good defensive stops on Wade on Butler. And when you guys called me crazy last week because I said he was going to play that game, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I gave you that. I did. I did. But but I mean that was the thing. Like, I think I think if <laughs> you told to go fuck off. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, I was like one thousand percent sure he wasn't going yeah. to play. You can't you yeah. can't you can't lose to the Bulls. What if he what if he what if he wasn't active and then Jay Crowder's out? Then you would have saw a lot of Gerald Green. Then you would have screwed. Then, yeah. Then 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 Ducha's head would have exploded. Well, the thing about Marcus Smart is that he always makes his presence felt on the defensive end, but offensively he just drives you insane. And then in that br- in that uh, Bulls game, he also committed what uh, was it six turnovers? Yeah, five that, turnovers. Yeah, that was bad. Because six turnovers before that last hook shot, that pretty much was the game winner. He right. was like one for but, nine, and, you see, and he was responsible for half of their turnovers. The Suns only had twelve turnovers that game. But that's the thing about Marcus Smart. The thing about Marcus Smart that I like him is. He makes a big play at the end of a close game, okay. and he always does, no matter what it is, whether it's a random-ass hook shot that somehow goes in, his only hey, three-pointer hey. of the night or whatever. Hey, hey, Marcus said he practiced that, all right? This isn't is, is a <laughs> random well, hook shot, all right? Or, or it's funny, big... though, because that wasn't even the play. He said that was no, it wasn't Isaiah, the play. Yeah, Isaiah yeah. was doubled up, so he was like, yeah. I just went in the lane, which is great. Had he missed that, I would have said, hey, at least he, right. he attempted it. Didn't... I, I was 100% sure when he caught that. And there was no, nothing else was going on. Yeah. They was gonna pop a three. I was, well, I was gonna see, lose but, it. But like, well, no, I, when, it was one of those moments where he, when he's going inside, I'm like, no, 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 yes, you know what I mean? Like after it goes, no, in. I didn't mind him going inside. And then I'm thinking, oh, Stevens is a genius. He called this play, and then <laughs> smart after the game is like, no, no, that wasn't the play. I just, I just did what I had to do. Like, oh, yeah, right. which is why I love that's that's why I love him as a player. That's fine. It's because it's not gonna ma- any big game. There's always a Marcus Smart moment. No, but but you realize most of those Marcus Smart moments is him going inside. Getting a foul right. or, or mm-hmm. finding an open man. I'm with you. Like if he just continues doing that, that's all the Celtics need. I'm with need out of him. you. I'm with you. But I mean, or the mid range, the mid range, knock down the mid range, jump, yeah. jump shots. I mean, that's all I'm trying to say is that I will put up with a couple bad shots, which I want him to improve on. I'm not saying he's a perfect player by any means. I mean, he needs to have a better shot selection and he needs to be able to become a better shooter from outside if he's going to do that. Or just limit the amount of three pointers you're shooting. He shoots <laughs> the so many three pointers. The man's been out for two weeks, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna pick up right where I left off. <laughs> truck, truck away, baby, truck away." <laughs> Let me get behind this arc real quick. Oh, all right, I'll get it the next time. I'll get it the next time. But he, Clank. Le- he legitimately any big win the Celtics have had. Has, Brick City for this dude. Any big win the Celtics have had, there's been a Marcus Smart tattoo just stamp right on it, dude. Whether yeah. it's a steal, whether it's a defensive stop, whether it's a dunk, yeah. three. That's why. That's why he's such but, a pivotal part of the, the team. The shot selection is, is, is it's by far his it's biggest. His biggest knock. Awful. But yes. on the defensive end, man, he really. I mean, looking at that that Bulls game in particular. I mean, he reminded us why he's so valuable to this team. Right. And he's I mean, minimizing. He's, he's just touching up uh, Wade. He's being physical with Butler. I mean, the guy's just a, he's a pest. He's man. minimizing. Like he's minimizing just, his flopping too, because I did yeah. see a couple of flops that. He, if he wasn't flopping, he could have grabbed a rebound or two. Yeah. That the, that the Bulls got second chance opportunities, and I was like. And, and and Marcus is still looking at the ref like, no, you you didn't call that. Like, bro, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Still one of the better rebounding guards in the league. I just think <laughs> this team's defense is going to win them a like a lot of games, man. I, Whoa, I really think what? they're going to be a, a top notch team. Okay, but let let's be honest. Their defense so far has been atrocious. Atrocious? 
What do you mean? A tr- How many games have they held somebody under 100 points? Yeah. One. Well, all right. Here's the thing, though. In sp- and it was 99. In spurts and when it matters you most. You said 100 <laughs> points. In spurts. <laughs> what are we, the Wheel of Fortune? And here? when it matters most, they make stars. Man, you look at that Cleveland right. game. Cleveland didn't score for four Four straight minutes. But you get it. You, what, and the Southerners were, were, were one three-pointer away from making it a one-position game. Jalen Brown, that, that shot was like halfway in the hoop. Another play was uh, Avery Bradley. Shot almost nearly goes in the hoop, comes back out. And then the one play that drove me nuts, man. And, I, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a guy who's been saying that Tyler Zeller, when he gets his spots, when he gets his moments, that he'll come up big for you. Isaiah Thomas puts this pass right in his lap, and he just drops the ball. Huge turnover. No one was looking at him. He wasn't expecting it. He wasn't expecting it. <laughs> Isaiah was like triple teamed. He Had was, it been anybody else, I probably would have caught that. He was right next to the hoop, fumbles the pass. Man, if he makes that, it's a one possession game. I mean, so like little things here and there. I mean, and, that, and that's what happens when you when you're losing by 17 points. I mean, you, the, the the slightest turnovers will make the biggest difference. And that was the first turn, turnover of the fourth quarter for the Celtics. Was that crucial play, uh, the the Isaiah t- uh, pass to to Tyler Zeller. Well, being early in the season, I guess you can call that a moral victory. Like little. Things that they can yes, work on. That's what that was. Because it's right. early. Yeah, exactly. It's early in the season. Plus, didn't we have them losing this game anyways against Cleveland? Being at full strength. When, With when everyone we, healthy. Before, yeah. yeah before, this, is, this is before the Al Horford before and, and, and Jay Crowder, Crowder, Crowder going yeah. down. Oh, was a second, and even before Marcus Smart coming back, we we're like, they're going to lose this game. Second night of a back-to-back, man. That too. And they haven't been great, even though it's very early in the season. But I do. I So you guys are, are confident in this team defensively? Yes. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm like on the seesaw. Because I'm I like, I can't about the la, no, last right, year last year they were really good I felt about you know pressuring the ball and making sure that that they're not getting burned with three-point shots. This year they haven't done any of that. Well, how many games has Al Horford been out? Um two. Two. Okay. They didn't look better with Al Horford in the lineup. Okay. But I mean it just it's not the same. Like last year we were a scrappy defensive team. But the numbers are able to show it. Well, this but, year we have the same same squad. Well, the thing is, though, Horford, every every game and is, it's not the, it's not better. If every any, game has been close. If anything, but Al Horford's matter. presence felt, most fell in the on the on the offense. Just not, think, not just think, if they were able to actually shut down teams defensively, like we thought we we were that the Celtics were going to be able to do, they would be winning these games by like 15, 20 points. But they haven't been able to stop anybody, anybody. Like, oh, yeah. and that's concerning to me because Brad Stevens is a defensive minded coach. We have Avery Bradley, who made the All NBA team uh, defensive team last year. You get Al Horford as a stud. You know when they're fully healthy. You get Jay Crowder out there, who's a great defensive player. But there's something missing. There's something that's not meshing with 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 the defensive the defensive scheme that we're doing right now. Not to not to crap on Brad Stevens or nothing. I don't want to well, ruffle any feathers here. Careful, man. Yeah, we had yeah. some. Getting called out on Twitter, but we're getting some chirps on that on Twitter there. No pun intended. I'm just saying though that the defense (laughs) needs to be better. It can't. You can't be. The Celtics don't have enough offensive firepower to have a poor defensive effort. I just think when it matters most, that's when the defense shines. I I know that sounds weird, which is cool. But the thing about the Celtics team is like squeaking by. You know these games. That's it. Well, it's going to drive us nuts all season long because this team. Let's just face it. They're going to give up a lot of leads this year. Yeah, but that takes a lot of effort to give up the lead and then come back or just – just be down the entire game and then try to come back. Yeah, but that's been their time. that's been their mo the last two years. It's not going to change. Al uh, Horford's not going to change that. But I still feel like I I, I felt this like, team gives up leads and then they make huge comebacks. It's just it's just been their mo. This is the same team. No, but I feel like I mean the last two years, which is you can do that, but you still have to play good defense though. They're well, not playing good like, defense. I feel like last year when they were on defensively, 
Like they they were winning by double digit, right? Double digit games, like wins. No, but it, or it, there was but a if lot they weren't of games. on defensively. It was a struggle. They do play like a quarter of just crazy defensive basketball, where they're able to turn a ball over. That's go, what I'm saying. You know when I, I mean? say in spurts, I'm talking about that. Like it's in spurts. It's not for it 48 just needs minutes. To be more consistent now. Okay. That's what All I'm right, looking for. So okay. Let me let me ask you this question: Are the Please. Celtics as good as you thought they were? Going there again with Dennis Green? <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> let the time. man let the man rest in peace. They were as good as we <laughs> thought they were. Are you going to crown their asses? <laughs> uh, yes. That's my answer. Sean, you can answer. Are they as good me. as I thought they were? Yes. Are yes. they as like good? Like before the season started, when we had our predictions. I they were. You know, Do I still think are, they're, they're going to win 53 games? Two weeks into whatever the Whatever my season. prediction was, yes. Here we are two weeks yes. into the season. Are you like, am I, am I maybe look, they're not gonna they're not gonna be as good as I thought they were gonna? I be. think that there is. I'm so I'm gonna say this. It's okay to say no. I'm not. I'm <laughs> no. I'm not. No is an option. No, I, it's not as simple as a no though, because I'm. I, they haven't looked awful, but you just said they look awful defensively. Yes. you said atrocious. That but, was well defensively. I guess. Defensively, yeah, they they look, overall, yeah. So defensively, that's their did, bread and butter. Did I think? Well, they've been winning games though. So did I think that they would be better defensively? Yes, a hundred percent. They have failed defensively to my expectations. I think to a lot of people's expectations, but they're actually a lot better offensively than I thought they Didn't were going to be. <laughs> so that's all. So I'm in the say, middle. So just say no. No, but it's it sort of evens out. Like I'm like, yeah. well, okay, but now like Avery Bradley's averaging like 25 points a game. It's like, what am I doing? Right. But I I think the 50 50 and win plateau, the team rebound, they're yeah. still going to be in the in the top three top four in the eastern conference hopefully the second seed i, I think that's going to happen i mean that but, was part of the quietest uh 30 points i've seen from isaiah but yeah go ahead oh no man i thought he was loud against cleveland yeah tucho was like i gotta turn his volume down he's just isaiah's <laughs> way too loud i don't know man i feel like he was too busy trying to get there calls no and complaining on. and what what's the problem why was he so loud what are you talking about i just thought that there was <laughs> why was he so loud <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not saying he had a bad game. Obviously, if you drop 30 points, you don't have a bad game. You but didn't hear him go. There were shots. That, I don't know, man. He was going inside. Okay, granted, he's he not going to get every he single call he wants he against Cleveland. Yeah, well, one, for one, he didn't start off great. And then um, he just kept – I felt like he was just too focused on trying to get calls. Like, he's – You know the, what? The, that's, 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 that's been an Cleveland issue Cleveland gets him. the ball back. They're heading back on the other side, and he's on the other – he's he's still you know what? underneath the hoop. I'm, glad you, for I'm glad you brought that up. He's been doing that this He's year. Gotta. A lot more. Does he really, though? At the beginning of the year? I don't no, mind this. I don't mind no. this at the beginning of the year because you're no, setting your reputation. No, he needs to just shut up and play because, number just one, play, number one, when Al Horford gets back, he's not the best player on this team. Wait, who are we talking about? Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. That's what we're talking about, right? We 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 talked about this. I will saying I will, that Isaiah is not the best. Player I always I no. I always say Isaiah Horford is, is the most valuable. Isaiah is the best player. That, I, that's my. I, I thought that Al Horford. Are we gonna switch it up? No, man. That's no. what I said. No, no. I'm talking I, about this time. Oh, oh okay. my preseason prediction was saying you're getting the best player on your team. I but I think that Isaiah Thomas has stepped up his game, where he wants to still be the best player on the team. I don't want to take that away from him, man. This it's but Isaiah's it's not, team. Okay, but it's Isaiah's team. Regardless, 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 regardless. You're five nine. Just go out there and play the game. Yeah, but I'm not gonna get every call. I'm sorry. The thing about Isaiah is like he has to understand that when he's on the road, exactly, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna every, get every call. call. Just but the home playing. games this year so far, he's been getting his calls. But I don't mind Isaiah Thomas complaining about calls at the beginning of the year because you have to get, set your reputation. It's gonna get worse. He's man. five nine though. He's, he's five nine. He needs exactly. to get the calls. He's five nine, so he's got to deal with it. He's not gonna grow another few inches. Though he's probably shorter than that, for all we know. If he's not able to get 
get in there and get to the free throw line. Yeah, he's like five. That's not eight. good. So he needs to let the refs he's know. He's got to know. He can't have little man syndrome. He's just got to go out and play. Mm. For I don't real. Know. I disagree. I don't Come mind on, him. Come on, Sway. I don't mind you see him. him in a, you see him in the locker room. No one can talk to him after a certain amount of time. Like he needs to like cut all that shit out. Well, yeah, play. before the game, you can't. You Wait, can't even approach this him. This isn't even. This isn't. This is how he's made himself a great NBA player. So whatever you need to do from bitching, he never was a bitching person until like this year. No, really? he, he's always uh, a little bit. I think it was after man. the All Star, uh, All Star selection. Yeah, once he became All Star, he's like, "Where's my calls?" calls. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But look, I'm not trying to take that away from Isaiah. He still had a good game. I just thought that uh, I don't know. He, that kind of takes you want to talk about, that, about that being takes, loud. He was loud there. Though. I'll give you that. That takes you out the game. Did you a bit. hear it on I think TNT? That takes out the game like, and one. The fuck? Like he literally said that. I could hear it on TV. I was like, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Obviously, he had a hand in that comeback. Make it an awkward for TNT. Yep. Uh, Avery yep. Bradley had a huge hand in that comeback. I, I loved Avery Bradley's game. He just, ugh, like I said earlier, man, just a couple of those shots, man. If they, if they fall through, then the Southerners could have tied things up. And then you have Jalen Brown, man. I mean, man, two threes in the fourth quarter with, with six minutes left. I mean, the part of his game that we've been knocking him on this entire time since he's been drafted, and he comes through. And then he nearly sinks in a third one. That went in and out. That would it would have made it. That would have made it a one possession game if he knocks down that three. The Southerners were never able to get to that. You know they were they weren't able to make it a one possession game, and they ultimately lost it. But at the end of the day, they lost by six points without Jay Crowder, without Al Horford. I think you take that against the champion Cavaliers in their house, and the next time they see the Cavs, it's going to be in their house again. So that's going to be interesting to see how they respond when they have when they're at full strength and have all their full guys. strength. And the Cavs and were and the Cavs, at them. the Cavs were start, the Cavs starters were done. That's going to be a great game. Well, they were done for the evening, but then for, had to come back for the in. They had to come back in. Exactly. So take that for what it's worth. Right. Early on in the season. And they're sitting it. there laughing and you know, smiles. And there's no more victories, but this is, you know, take it, this take it is, for what it is. Right. And let's, let's say what it is. Let's call it what it is. They have a weak bench. Yeah, Who's coming off do. that bench? Oh, Cleveland? Oh, yeah. Who's coming <laughs> off that bench? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some one one of one of those Richard one of Jefferson? those like big threes have to be in the game. They have to because they, they, they can't. Them, yeah. The bench will not sustain yeah. a double digit lead they against le- the Celtics. They legit have no point guard. Like LeBron has to like run everything, which is no surprise. But but this is a year. This is the year for the first time that they're going to be kind of quote unquote monitoring his minutes. Well, they kind of want to sort of Irving like the the green light to just score. You don't have to like yeah you know. Play, make, and, and, and make your team teammates better because he really doesn't. He just kind of just – it's for himself, which mm-hmm. is – that's what the coach wants which him to help, do. Which helps them, yeah. Yeah, that's what – you know, look at LeBron. LeBron's at nearly averaging a triple-double. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's averaging nearly 10 assists, 10 rebounds. And, you know, I'm not going to talk about his points because, you know, he's always, you know, in the upper 20s. Right. So, but, you know, and you're talking about they want to monitor his minutes. Exactly. So, you, you can't just tell LeBron mentally, all right, man, you're good for the night. Actually – can you go back in real quick, LeBron, and uh, fix this real quick? You know, because uh, this is not what I thought was going to happen. And LeBron's like, fuck. All right. And then after we get interviewed, like, fuck. Like, I got to deal with these Celtics again. Like, I thought I was done with these dudes. Right. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is. I think that's one of the one of the. Um, I think that's, that's one of the. If you're comparing the Celtics and the Cavaliers, the, the Celtics win in that favor in terms of having a deeper bench than them. So that's going to help oh, them in definitely. the long run. Yeah. And remember, that's that's what happened to the Celtics against the Nets. Of opening night too, they thought they were done. They rested their starters. They had a you know another game the next night, and they got to pull them back out. That's not that's not a good no. That's, that's what probably that's not the good. main reason why they lost against the Bulls the following night. Yeah, it's because they had to pull them back and put it back out on the court. Yeah, that must have been a long play ride. Well, you know who else going to help the uh, Celtics bench even become stronger? Kelly Olynyk. I think Kelly Olynyk 
is going to be able to come in here, you know, shoot the, shoot those threes that the Celtics desperately Why need. Why do we have to pretend K.O. Linux is a great player? I didn't say great. I, that never player. came out of my mouth. Offensively, he opens he's up a the pro- floor. He's a productive player. Space he was the Celtics' best three-point shooter that's on paper all. last year. That's all it is. That's, yeah, all he's that's what for. it is. All no right. one's telling him to go yeah. in there and rebound because he's not a great rebounder. That's not going to happen. He doesn't play great defense. He plays, I'm going to use your word, atrocious defense. Yeah. He's so, gotten better at defense. No, he's atrocious. We'll just leave it at that. Well, maybe he's a little better than Tyler Zeller, but <laughs> that's not saying much. <sighs> it's not saying much. But I don't. I don't. It will, you don't think it, he's going to be? He's going to make an impact. You don't, think, will, you don't think the Suns are better off with him? No, I just. I. I think they're. Are they better off with him? I don't know. You think they're better off without him? Without who? Olenek. Oh. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I it's mean, whatever. I'm whatever. It, it, that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. It's like it's whatever. With him. Like Marcus Smart coming back. I'm not to like. Me, I'm not like. Yeah, Kelly's back. Marcus no. Smart to me coming back was like okay, good. Our, he needs to come back because he's an important part of this team. Kelly can play, and there'll be nights where he'll play good, which is fine. But then there'll be nights where he's completely, absolutely invisible. Yeah. And this is year four in the league for Kelly Olenek? Year four? And we're still, like, waiting for that next step of when he's going to— Yeah, gonna... but it's not—I it's not, think everybody knows what Kelly Olenek is and what he's going to be when he comes, when he comes back. No one's expecting him to no one take w- strides this year and no become an even better Kelly player. Olenek. No, it's just—Kelly Olenek is what he is. Uh, he's a three-point is... shooter who's seven feet tall, spaces out the floor. That is it. Yep. Nothing more, nothing less. But okay, Are yeah, agreements. So he'll shoot some three pointers, but that's it. I don't know. Maybe box out a guy or two without breaking their arm. I don't he'll, know. He'll take some minutes away from Zeller, which will be good. So yeah, sure, he'll make an impact. He'll just short. What should be for Zeller, man? He'll just short the bench. That's it. Wait, wait, because he messed up that play against the uh, Cavs. You're just gonna. Yeah, we just we, just we mentioned this. Zeller. He doesn't like anyone other than Marcus Smart off the side. Oh, bench. that's right. Yeah, you hate the bench. I if you're not in the starting lineup for the I like Celtics, Rozier. he's not. He's not liking you. I like Rosier. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Smart and Rosier. I like um, I like Mickey. I like James Young. And James Young has seen how many minutes so far? No, he played. No, he played against the Bulls. And he, it was weird. He played about a minute of the was it, the end of the first quarter, and he never came back on the floor. But no, I mean, we all know Sean loves uh, James Young because of the comparison between him and RJ Hunter. Since Sean called that, I give you that, Dutra. You call that? No, I just I just think James Young's too young to give up on that was all. But I don't know if he's going to be anything, but. I mean, you look not here in Boston. Yeah, not here in Boston. And you look, man. He went, he's been on the Bulls. Has he even cracked any playing time yet? With the oh, Bulls? I thought no, we were talking about yet. James Young. I'm just saying, James oh. Young ain't gonna be anybody. Well, no, not yet. I mean, what do you? You think they gonna put him in there right away? Well, he's supposed to be this three point shooting dude. So I don't know. All right. Well, let's look ahead. It's time. It's that time of the week where we look ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. Let's do it. Oh boy. What's so ahead, what's ahead of us? Someone excited about it. <laughs> we're looking ahead here. <laughs> No, uh, so <laughs> look ahead. <laughs> it sounds like the guy in the chopper when they're like doing the, the, the traffic report. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're here. <laughs> we're starting to get a little backed up. Got an accident over here. We got, uh, we got a rollover with a brain tree split. Yep, there he is. Yep. Yep. And uh, for those traveling on the bike, don't. <laughs> That's it. Uh, that's it. Back to you, Mike. Well, then now to spy over to sports. <laughs> All right. So this this is the deal. We got the, so Nuggets on deck nuggets tonight. Of, nuggets tonight. This this is actually a big week for the Celtics, though. If you're looking at who we're going to play, it's going to be Eastern Conference contenders. We got all week after the Nuggets on Sunday night. 
You have the Wizards. Oh, you love the Wizards. On Wednesday, which I still think the Wizards, John Wall is going to be playing out of his mind. If he can carry the team. The Bullets. That could be the se- that that could legitimately be a 7 eight seed in the in the East. So I love how Charles still calls could. the Bullets. It could be. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Barkley does. We got he's, the Bullets. He's still good. The Bullets going to make the playoffs. Can't forget about the Bullets. Can't forget about the Bullets, y'all. <laughs> and Kenny's like, it's been like 15 years since they changed their name. <laughs> Literally, like it's the been. Wizards. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. Played on the Wizards. <laughs> Right. You didn't uh, play for the Bullets, Charles. No, nah, it's the Wizards. <laughs> no, nah, I know who they are. They're the Bullets. <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> like Chuck, he played for the that fucking was, Wizards. <laughs> that was 15 <laughs> years ago, Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, nah, they're still the Wizards. I mean, they're still the Bullets to me. Uh, <laughs> All right, ridiculous. Then, so Friday, ridiculous. Night, Friday night, too. That's uh, ridiculous. TD Garden, you welcome the Knicks. They've looked awful this year so far. Well, they beat the Bulls uh, last Friday. They did. They the beat Knicks the are definitely who we Take thought that they for would what be. It's worth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's and then you get the Pacers coming. Um, you're going to that's, that, Indiana. That's the toughest game for the of the Pacers week. on Saturday. That's so, your toughest game. Of but the week. is it though? They're not playing so hot. Yeah, you, you know what? That's see, that's going to happen when you have a lot of guys that just they're just not used to playing with each other. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they they did like a I'm gonna quote Charles on paper they're good, <laughs> but not Jesus, so far. Welcome Charles Barkley to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, seriously, just do the whole do the whole show. It was all about Charles. I right know, now. but let me let me tell you something. What's the name of the podcast? Have, this Causeway Street. I don't know. That's what's gonna happen when you have a lot of new guys, man. Know, Especially in the starting lineup. You're starting not to sound like Charles. Yeah, Bryant. it's like it's like getting worse and worse. More. <laughs> you just sound like a southern dude, a black southern guy now. Uh, Why's gotta be black? Uh, Come on, just been a southern guy. Sound like a Racist black southern, southern guy. So, but this week is this week is big because th- I think this is sort of a statement week for the Celtics to be able to say we're gonna show you the separation between us and these other middling teams. If they can take down the Wizards, Knicks, and Paces. You know, no, it'd be more impressive if they can win those games without Crowder and Al Horford. And that's Ryder. that's exactly what I'm saying because they're. I mean, Horford will probably be back. I don't know. Some concussions ain't nothing to play with. I mean, if Horford's not back, then we have a bigger issue, and then that sucks because people usually don't miss like more than one or two games with a concussion, though, right? Yeah. Well, it was back to back. This is a so, bad concussion. Yeah. That, is, that is if he like passes the you know the symptoms test, right? That's like you know what's funny remains to be seen. They maybe take a concussion test in college. Uh oh. Um, like as a baseline test, and I intentionally Take answered every off. question wrong. So I was able to come back after I did get a concussion. I did the test. I got them all right. They're like, "Damn, you're smart as fuck." So did you know the answers beforehand? No, they give you a baseline test. Ah, ah okay. Right, and they see how you do, and then you go you actually try. So I, yeah. Yeah, I always wonder what goes behind the concussion testing. I don't want to find out. But at the same time, I I want to, but not without not not actually having my head hit and then be like, oh yeah, you I, mean, I mean, um, it it is it is a little weird that I've definitely in my lifetime I've had a concussion or two and I didn't realize. Until yeah, afterwards. that's the crazy <laughs> yeah. part is that like it's everyone's so aware about concussions yeah, yeah. now. It's like now, but like but back sports then, have been around for a very long time and no, these we, same injuries have yeah, been happening. When you think about it back in the day, like damn, when I was like twelve, I remember like yeah, knocking, literally being blacked out, being knocking the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> People just standing over me like, yo, yeah. wake up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, got, uh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Whose ball is it? Yeah. Uh, you're fucking concussed. <laughs> I'm what? No, yeah. I'm just keep playing. Just Every keep playing. gym teacher now has a dark room that they have to put their kids in. Like, hey, you think you got a concussion? Just sit in there. Don't listen to anything, all right? You got to pass the concussion protocol before I can get you back out for a dark ball. I'm going to have to blindfold you for a little bit. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> it's all safe. You're, you're, it's all safe. Nothing will happen to you. No, nah, you're good. You're good. But the Pacers, I like what you said about the Pacers. The Pacers are going to be good at the end of the year. Yeah, no, I'm saying like when, when we were talking preseason, 
on paper they look like they were probably the second best team in the East after Cleveland. Yeah, but the Celtics. But so far, but yeah, Celtics need to just mark, put their mark on it this this week. Well, don't you think that maybe the Celtics are suffering a little bit of that? You know, I I get it. The the big core of this team is back from last season, but now with the addition of Horford and and uh, Brown and and Rozier playing more minutes with this squad, especially you know with Marcus Smart was being being out at the beginning of the season, maybe they suffer a little bit of. You know, we need more time to play together to gel. Man, I, probably, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing yeah, it out there. No, that that sounds like a legitimate thing that maybe it's happening. I don't know. I have no opinion on that. So I just, you know, feel free to time, you know, just chime kidding. in any time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They they probably need a little a little cohesiveness. But well, the thing about the Celtics is that they're more familiar with each other than the Pacers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the Celtics have they had the same team except including Al Horford and right. Jalen Brown now. Whereas the Pacers have. Revamp their starter. Well, not even the starters, but they have guys off the bench like Al, Al Jefferson, uh, Thaddeus Young, who's a guy who always gets the Celtics problems. You know, even in his Brooklyn days, even those games when the Celtics would beat him, he would be their best player. Was name that guy? Um, oh, yeah, Paul George. Yeah, he always gives the Celtics fits. Yeah, him too. He's yeah. Up, he's well, even when Thaddeus Young was on the 76ers in his younger days, he was always giving the Celtics problems. Dad Young. Mad Young. Mad Young. Hmm. Or old. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Joel, what did we miss? Let's get to it in case you missed <laughs> yeah, it. Well, we go around the uh, NBA, and uh, Joel gives us the headlines, and we react to them. Go ahead. All right, in case you missed it, uh, DeMar DeRozan, believe it or not, is leading the league in points at 36.6 per oh, game. Shit. I should have drafted him. I should have drafted him. I had a chance to draft him late, too. What was like the fourth round he was available, Sean? I, I have him on draft- my team. You have him? You drafted him? Yes. When did you get him? Fourth round? He's like, yes. Mm. I don't remember before you. <laughs> Sean's so cocky about this fucking yeah, fantasy. I'm league. losing this week. This kid's having an amazing week, but this is when we only lost all week. Well, all he leads the league in points, which was kind of surprising to me. I didn't realize he was, you know, had been balling like that to start the season off. But this is the first season in the NBA that at least six players have averaged at least 30 points or more through the first five games of the season. Oof. Other players include Westbrook, Lillard, Harden, Davis. And KD. By the way, isn't DeMar DeRozan like not shooting any three pointers either? Yep, he's just all just buckets. He's legitimately just buckets, just buckets, buckets and free throws. Yep, it's great. He's eating over here. Yeah, <laughs> scrubbing. He's hungry. He's hungry. I like it, dude. That's I, what happens I, when you I give like him that DeMar, nice contract. I like DeMar DeRozan's game. I I do, but I mean, I didn't expect this out of him. So I mean, obviously, he's not going to average thirty five points for the whole year, but. Yeah, but no, it's just crazy that I mean DeRozan's never been in a conversation as being the top scorer. In yeah, league, yeah, we think right. about people balling up that that his name like never really popped right. in my mind. Like out of all those names you just mentioned, like he's the one that kind of yeah, stands those, out. Yeah. Right. Like everyone else wasn't a surprise, but yeah. seeing his name at the top, like leading everybody. I mean, he is Toronto. I mean, he's the one oh, that's, that's been true. in the longest. Yeah. And I I've always liked this game. I've always thought that he was someone that sort of goes under the radar as yeah. one of the you know a, a great scorer in this Eastern Conference. So yeah. that's why Toronto's going to be so tough, man. I mean, the Celtics. The Celtics in, in the Toronto games are going to be – they're going to go down to the wire every single night. And I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto gets that second seed when it's all said and done. Uh, in case you missed it, the Warriors lost on Friday night. Oof, didn't miss that. 20-point loss to the L.A. Lakers. Getting spanked in L.A. That's their second loss of the season. They suck. By 20 points or more. They suck. No more parties in L.A. Mind you, last season – They went out that night. The <laughs> night before, they went out. It was in L.A. Last season, they they got their second loss after 39 games in. So right now, they lost the first one, right? And then now this is the late, yeah, this is the second. Yeah, yeah. Loss. But I'm saying last season, the last time, you know, when 
Last season, when they got their second loss, it was 39 games into the season. No biggie. You know the problem is? No, go ahead. Okay, me first? You first. Okay. The problem Um, is. (laughs) Go ahead, Sway. (laughs) This is the problem, I think. Curry's got to find his new identity. Okay. This is the first time in the last, what? That whole squad three years. Find a new identity. No, no, not the whole squad. Not the whole squad. Because the whole squad. This is it. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is why the whole. Okay. Yeah, they're big. Green, to find new Green identity. is still. He's the same role he's always been. He's, he's getting the same touches. He's doing the same thing that he was. He's been doing the last two years, especially last year when he sort of you know emerged as an NBA All Star. But Steph Curry, on the other hand, Steph Curry has always been their number one option. He's always been the go-to guy. Now there's a new kid in town. Okay, and these guys can make it work. But it's going to take some getting used to for Steph Curry because when you have someone like Kevin Durant, a top three arguably, or I don't even know that's it's not even arguably, he's a top three, top two uh, player in this league. So obviously everything's going to change. This isn't like when LeBron James hopped on Miami because Dwayne Wade wasn't a top three guy. This isn't like when, when, uh, when, when Kevin Garnett came to the Celtics because Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, they weren't top three guys. This is a completely different situation because now we're talking about a top-tier NBA player on your team. You've been used to be you've, – you've won a championship as being the number one guy. Now you have to switch that a bit because this is, this is Durant's team. And he was right. the first one to tell Durant, this is your team. I'll step aside, and we're going to do this. Which you know. he hasn't, though. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was, was going to be my point. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. Right. He I had to it. find that new identity because no, he I hasn't know. stepped aside. But that's that's fine, though. But what was the difference between those two teams you just mentioned, Celtics and, and Miami, right? When Garnett came here, he said, I don't care what y'all say. This is Paul's this team. This is Paul's team. Dwayne Wade had to say it, it took a, him year a year later. It took him a year, yeah. To say, you know what? This LeBron, is LeBron's, this is LeBron's team. team. Right. Even when Shaq went to Miami that first year, don't even ask me whose team this is. This is Dwayne Wade's team. This is Wade's team, yeah. It's not they even won, close. They won it in year two, whatever. My point is, now with the Warriors, whose team should it be, Joe? It sh- if 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 Steph Curry is saying it's going to be Durant's team, then no, Steph Curry's not saying that. Well, that's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he said. Went to to that was part of the pitch. Yeah, he, he told Durant this will be your team. He goes. He goes. If you're worried, what a pussy. <laughs> he goes. He goes. If you're worried about if you're worried about uh, whose team is going to be, and that's that's going to determine your decision here. This is your team. And apparently, yeah, so quote, me, unquote, reportedly, that was that was the, the, the tipping okay. point for Durant. Okay. Durant's like, okay, I'll come. But let me but let me let me, re, let, me re, let me rephrase that in terms of <laughs> that makes of, of, like, of Durant. Yeah. Hold on, yeah. But, let me, but let me rephrase the that. The MVP, the reigning two time MVP. You know why? Because he didn't want him to he didn't want to see Durant go to the Celtics, the boy. Two-time he knew MVP? if Durant went to the Celtics that he's going to be in trouble. That's why. I've That's why he I said that. But the thing but the thing about Durant is let me rephrase about, you know, being in Durant's team. Why did Durant leave OKC? Because he was tired of getting blamed for them not doing what they were supposed to do. He's going to get blamed now because it's his team. I think Durant's, is that why? You but think? That, no, but that's why. You he, think that's why he left? No, that's why. That's one of them. That, that's the main reason I think why he Durant's left. Because he went idiot. to a team. Because, Durant's a moron. If he's so worried about, I need it to be my team, and I can't. No, but he's not listen, worried about that. He listen, doesn't want it to yes, be his he team. He does. If he couldn't play with Russell Westbrook because he needed it to be his team, then why the fuck would he go to the Warriors where there's. Three other players on the no, squad but that you're think like, you're, missing, you're missing what I'm saying. He doesn't want it to be his yes, team. Yes, he does. No. The Warriors want him to be his team. No, that's not yes, true. Yes, yes, that's true. It's true. The Warriors want it to be his team. Why isn't Clay Thompson getting his touches? Why is Steph Curry you know, not shooting so well right now from the three-point land? He was going back to his Laker game. He was 0 for 10. First time he had to make a three-pointer in two years. Yeah, he played in a game without making a three. 157 straight games without making a three-pointer. Yeah. 
And you're playing against the Lakers. This is not this is not rocket science. So how is Steph Curry gonna? I I just don't get this whole situation. Steph Curry shouldn't defer to Kevin Durant. Situation. Kevin Durant should defer to Steph Curry. Yes, but make everybody's lives easier. But why would Steph Curry Kevin Durant, say? Why would Steph Curry come out and say, "Oh, this is your team"? That man. was that was that was the the pitch. Oh, they're all stupid. Well, that was part fuck. of the pitch. Yeah, that was part of the pitch. This that was isn't. Part of the pitch. This is sort of quote unquote like, like off the record. He he has he's not quoted as saying that. But that was sort of part of the pitch. Well, they need, and to, figure that was a they point. They need to figure out whose team it is. That's what I'm saying. If they don't win this year, that's a big you think problem. Kevin Durant, yeah, right. You think Kevin Durant wants to blame if they don't win this year? I'm just saying, right? Because he got all that. He got that in See, OKC. But this is this is the thing. If I'm Steph, this is my team because you came shit, here. I've been here already. I've been here. Well, I've won a if ring already. Hits, I get it. If shit hits the fan. You can bounce after this year. I get it, but Kevin, uh, this is my team. I'm here. You're here to help me win the championship. Yeah. I get it. I get the it. The reason why he—that's the way it should be. If, yeah, Sean's the way right. It should be. You're if right. Sean's he right. Didn't go that route, then he should have the left OKC. The whole yeah, the whole thing is off. Well, the then why why, off. why is he eating the most? Right. <laughs> why is Durant? Why yeah. is Durant? The, he's by far the best player. Taking the most shots. Be, he's right. scoring the most. He's scoring the most. Exactly. I'm just saying. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be the way it is right now. It shouldn't be the way it is. Because if that was the case, why did he leave OKC? Because he's the guy. He's that guy. All of a sudden, he wants to be a tough guy. By the way, this year, I don't. He's never, yeah, he's what's never up with gonna that? Be that. He's, he, he's barking at he's the barking OKC at, bench. He's on. talking shit. And, Come on, dude. like you're not fooling anyone. By the way, how embarrassing was that freaking OKC game? Jesus, man. No, he's yeah. rock, he's rocking the, the the villain role, man. It's yeah. the same thing we saw in LeBron he when he first, that first year he went to Miami. He's loving it, but he, he was, doesn't need to do it. He turned heel. He doesn't need to do. He turned heel. That's what he did. He was. Every, he was the most beloved guy in the NBA. Went Hulk to Miami, Hogan. and everything went everything he's, went south. He's Hulk Hogan in NWO. Yeah, he was NWO. No, he was yeah, Hulk exactly. Hogan before NWO, and now he's on NWO. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking the screen goes black and white every well, time he comes out. That's what it does. He's NWO. He's NWO. Fucking Yo, Kevin Durant now. Age I do have to insiders. say. Yeah, for real. Shout out to them. Man. I you know, do. We love pulling the that's basketball great, wrestling That's a great plug for wrestlers, wrestling fans. Follow them on Twitter. I do have to say I love the memes that come out after every Golden State loss of Kevin Durant in that team's jersey. It says like breaking news: Kevin Durant decided to join the Lakers. Like, yes. Yeah, Remember uh, the Cubs? Yeah. The, Cubs <laughs> the Cubs one. The Cubs, the Cubs, one, was the Cubs good. one was mad yeah. funny. That was great. What else you got? Um, before that, just to wrap up that the, the Warriors losing to the Lakers. Damn. Draymond Green earlier that that day, he sent a text to Lou Walton saying that he couldn't get his afternoon nap in. Because of what he was going to do to the Lakers. Ooh, yep. So you got you got to think that Luke Wallen used some used that for some bulletin board material. What was he going to do to the Lakers? Uh, he I don't know. He didn't say. Bang him. That's what he said. <laughs> he was going to bang him. He was going to kick. He said he was going to kick everybody in the balls, <laughs> including he's like, Russell. He's like Luke. <laughs> you better work up. <laughs> this show is so inappropriate. Yeah. So inappropriate. <laughs> All right, in case you, you missed it. You guys wonder why we have an, an explicit label on our fucking... <laughs> I fucking love it. Everyone loves iTunes us. Everyone label. loves yeah, us. Fuck good. it. Yeah, right? I like it. Even Baller, even Baller Junkie, yeah, he's loving it. B-Ball Junkie? B-Ball Junkie, that guy. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Uh, in case you missed it, LeBron James uh, officially in the top 10 in scoring as he passed Hakeem Olajuwon on Saturday night. Ugh, and a one point In a one-point win over mm. the Sixers, mm. he has 26,947 points and counting. I do. Um, and in that same game, Joel Embiid came out of nowhere and gave him a block. Wasn't that goaltending though? Nah, man, that was that was clean, man. Right to call it blocks a block, man. Blocks a block. Uh, I ball so, don't lie. I seriously, <laughs> I do. I do hope that sad Hakeem Elijah one face becomes a thing. 
No, nah, man, don't say that. He's out of the top ten now, man. He can never well, get that I'm back. I'm getting a little tired of no, the Jordan crazy face, that, you know how Jordan cra- crying face. They got to they gotta switch that up. It's crazy, though, how long it took for him to get out of the top ten. That's how, like, ridiculous Hakeem Olajuwon was. Oh, okay. They're talking about... Talking about I can't believe Dirk is the sixth all-time leading scorer. Yeah, it's impressive. Made me look at that list, and I, I was like, I thought, I thought, if anybody, yeah. he would be passing Dirk. I thought Dirk was like 10 or, or 9 or something. I knew he was in the top 10, but I didn't know where. Well, looks like you fucked up, Sway. Yeah, looks like I did. <laughs> <laughs> looks like I did. All right. In case you missed it, Paul Pierce, still chirping. Still chirping. The truth. Talking, talking the truth with... Uh, now canceled Bill Simmons on uh, HBO. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, HBO? What the fuck you canceled that show, man? Maybe give him Winston. Fucking Bill Simmons can't catch a break, man. That was No, Bill Simmons can't be on TV. You just write. <laughs> you just All write. he needs to do yeah, is Yeah, but that was the I perfect agree. role for him. I he agree. wasn't I on agree. ESPN. Yeah. He wasn't on Fox Sports. Perfect. Put him on HBO. No, Did I get, you watch the show? Yeah, it was an show. awful he had show. Great, he had great guests, though. He had great guests. Great guests. Awful guests. But him overall, that show wasn't that good. Listen. I think it was going to get canceled this quickly, though. Look, I'm not a Simmons fucking fanboy I'm but i'm saying fan, the show was all right he had, a, he had great guests i am a simmons fanboy i, I like his writing that's I it could, i hate his voice i could legitimately l- read if he wrote a, a, a he's done it before he he's wrote like four thousand words about friggin' boogie nights and i read every <laughs> four thousand words boogie nights. and i was like all right why am i reading this and i was like yeah it's whatever so it's boogie nights but yeah whatever you know, but i mean if you listen to him talk, and everything yep. if you listen to him talk i mean his podcast isn't bad his podcast isn't bad eh. But if you look at if you look at him and hear he him talk, talk yeah. then I'm just like I can't take anything yeah, you say yeah. seriously, buddy. Yeah, no, That's it. Yeah. So he's just got to write, do the podcast, stop trying to get on TV. Maybe not I in the podcast. Think, as I just think he does a good job of, of conducting interviews. I don't know. That's See, he's me. he's uh, what's yeah. It, no, what's I agree with you. When he does the interviews, it's fine. But all yeah. that other stuff in between, like you know him doing take, his takes. His hot takes or whatever, winners and losers. That that's I knew like, that. Like I'm I not, knew that no. show was going to be failed for when the original promo had him like saying all these hot takes, and he's like, "Is soup the f- perfect food?" And I was like, "No, it's not the fucking perfect food, Bill. Who likes soup that much? You he like soup like, that much? He you said like, you like creepy 20, ass motherfucker." He said like twenty things in that monologue, and all Sean heard was soup. Really? Like, soup I'm not is watch the best show. food. Get the fuck out of here, Bill. But this was a great. You didn't even though. mention what type of interview. soup. So uh, now, uh, Paul Pierce was asked about the Warriors since he was on the uh, on the finals panel last year. You know, during during the ABC broadcast, every game. I didn't think I didn't think that was gonna happen. I thought it was ABC. like one or two games. Yeah, but that was awesome. And they was straight up was asked, did Cleveland win it or did the Warriors choke? And he, you know, he wanted to say automatically like, no, Cleveland won it. But then he was like, eh. he's like, no, the, no, the Golden State choke. Yeah. Golden State choke. Yeah. He said it. He said, "I he would never be up three one. He wouldn't be on a team that was up three one and lose it." And then, I, I, then I was like, "Wait a minute!" But the Clippers did do that. But I forgot he wasn't on the squad a couple of years ago against Houston. Against Houston, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. What's and then, all these teams blowing three one leads? All I don't time, know, man. man. I don't know. It's a trend. But <laughs> watch also, the Clippers blow a three one lead because he said that. <laughs> watch it. It's gonna jinx them. It's gonna be like against like the Blazers or something too. It's not even gonna be against the Warriors. Your boy Ray Ray retired this past week. Yes, How he did. I don't mention that up until now. No, no, because this this goes into what Paul Pierce, you know, his chirping. So we were just gonna just we not. Need like, we need like a cough button on this shit. We were man. just gonna not talk about Ray Allen. No, we were. This is it. Bring, this is this it. This is it. We're, we're talking it about it right now. You guys are gonna just not. You guys are not gonna not just sit there and not say anything, right? Jesus. All right. All right. So Paul Pierce was asked, <laughs> Sean, you can read your letter after he's done. All right. <laughs> you can read your letter to Ray Allen. Dear after he's done. Ray, <laughs> <laughs> you have been an inspiration. <laughs> 
in my life. He spoke a little bit about it on the Bill Simmons uh, <laughs> canceled show now. But um, there was more quotes in a Mark Spears piece about Walter Ray and his uh, personality, so I've to speak. Always, I've always thought about <laughs> Sean, you can write a, cutting, You know what? You know what I'm you should do? I'm cutting you off so bad. But... Oh, well, I'm going to cut you off real quick, though. Uh, you know right. what you should do? You right. cut me off from cutting right. off, Joel. You, you can suck him off later. Come on. You, can, you should write a uh, letter to your 17-year-old self <laughs> <laughs> and tell him that uh, Ray Allen is going to be a controversial guy in Boston <laughs> in the Yo, near future. If I wrote a letter to my 17 <laughs> that's what you should do. Be like, you should start off with, like, I know you just got Ray Allen. <laughs> you're, you're pumped about Paul Pierce teaming up with Ray and uh, Kevin Garnett, uh, but uh, it's going to be a little dicey. Pump right? the brakes. Right. right. You may see one championship, but don't get too excited after that. Yeah. Now, there was a couple of quotes in the, in the piece talking about um, the betrayal of the Celtics. So if you want to read about what he said, you can actually go to CausewayStreetBlog.com and piece up about it. Yep. I'm not going to read all this thing because it's a pretty lengthy quote or a couple of quotes. So check that out. So Paul still talking. I love Paul Pierce. Hey man, he's keeping it real. It was so far, it was so long ago, but it was only four years ago mm-hmm. yeah. that this happened. Two thousand. You know what I mean? And that, and that could be but considered you, that could be considered the beginning of the end. But you know, Paul has had time era. to think about this because he knew that when Ray Allen eventually calls a quits for good, that he was going to get that question. Yeah. But what's what's going to be crazy is that uh, Hall of Fame class. Man, now like, we're talking about Kobe Bryant, that's why Kevin to, Garnett, that's why he decides to Ray Allen. So you know, six years from now, Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett are going to be with near each other he for should, the first time since what? I don't know when. And they're going to have to. There's going to be. That's should. going to be the storyline. How are they going to uh, Wait, talk to is, each other? How is Ray Allen going to get? Ray Allen's in the same draft class as, as Kevin Garnett and uh, Kobe and Kobe now. No, but so he, not only is that one of the craziest they, no, draft. No, no, class, he should be I mean, uh, Hall of Fame class. Ray Allen's going to be the man. Oh, Tim Duncan. He's going to have to wait. What do you mean he's gonna have to wait? Sean, gonna... we're not talking about retiring numbers here, man. We're talking about the Hall of Fame class. Yeah, they, they all they, they, they all retire the same year. They only vote three. No, no, there's a bunch of there's oh. a bunch. What is yo? They only they, you not everybody who retires in the same year gets in the same Hall of Fame class. There's a vote. You have to vote. There's a, yeah, but there's it's more. Than, it's more than three. It's about six. No, no, but, but it's like three, three players, like three players and then one like a college, coach. one coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. one broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, no, he's right. But plus, wait, Ray's plus, gonna have to wait now. No, plus I don't oh, think. Shit. No, but plus I don't think he'll get in oh, that. Damn, and that means they're not be, gonna. No, he won't be on that ballot though. He'll he should be. On Paul be he should, Pierce's ballot. No, he should be on the two wow. years p- before that. I wanted to see Ray Allen in 2018. You have to sign your. I wanted to see Ray Allen and Garnett well, have to confront game. each other. That's what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I don't he hasn't know. played a game since 2013. We will research this and we will come back with all the Hall of Fame rules next episode on your Cowboys Street podcast. Great tease, Sean. You're on the you're on the wagon that he should have his number retired in Boston. Yes. I disagree. I don't know. If you're going to retire... Listen to the rest of this discussion one week from now. All right. Yes. One week from now, we'll talk about it. But I just feel like, I don't know, Ray Allen, like, yeah, he left. After they left, the Celtics really didn't do anything. The only thing they did was lose to Ray Allen. So, I mean, I don't know. So, you think that determines whether he should have his number retired? No, I just Let's say the Celtics went on to win the championship after he left. I just don't get... I just don't... They didn't lose to him. Didn't they lose to the No, they lost to the Knicks. That was the year Jason Terry... So I was lost in the first round. Yes, you're right. Um, I I thought it was the Heat year, but that was very no. They, they lost in 2012 to the Heat when Douchebag was still on the team, and then right. they decided to walk over there. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> walk over there. But <laughs> I will I will say this. I will say this is that if you're gonna it, foreshadowing, I don't, of I don't Kevin think I don't. I think I think obviously Garnett and Pierce will get their number retired. You know, pretty much right away. Ray will have to wait a few years, but you can't. Look back 
on that championship team. They don't win without Ray. And tell me that they yeah. could have won without Ray Allen. They don't okay. win without Ray. All right. So, You're right. They right. don't. They don't. They don't. Okay. You're you know right. what? You know You're what? Right. I'll go. I'll take it a step further. So Kevin Garnett doesn't come over without Ray. Okay, that's fine. Kevin Garnett wouldn't agree to that trade. All right, and I get it. Go ahead. I, are you <laughs> no. going to say something? Yeah, I, I you thought you were going to say something. I love because you, you said and, so I was like, okay. okay let him, let, I thought let you were just telling us to stop because it hurts. No, the, the, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. All this it Ray, all this Ray praise no, 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 is just too much for Joel right now. No, it doesn't hurt. Please, doesn't hurt. Because the last, those last two years, he sucked. Those last two years. Look at his percentage. The last two years. And why did he lose his starting job in his last season? Yeah, but Joel, he got to... Why did he lose his starting wait, job wait, wait, in his last season? You mean the last two years with the Celtics or yeah, the, the Heat? Celtics. With the, with the Celtics. Oh, with the Celtics. With the Celtics. No, with the Celtics. I'm not saying he shouldn't right. get his number retired Joel's going to kill people now. <laughs> well, yeah, we, should just, we shouldn't have brought this up, man. Come on. Game 7 in 2010. I'm sorry I have to bring it up, but he was awful in that game. So, and they still had a chance to win. Okay, who was good in that game? Paul Pierce. Rasheed Wallace. She did all right. People, people Kevin, shit on Rasheed. Kevin, Rasheed Kevin Garnett. I'm just, I'm just saying, you can't. Your whole reasoning is because he got older and wasn't as good as he was. Mm-mm. You no. said his last two years he sucked. He's, he was, he, he was, was awful. he didn't suck. He didn't suck. But when they were winning champ, when they won their championship and '09 and 2010, those three years, they won their championship in '08. Okay. Right. So they won their championship, and then 09 when Garnett went down, and then 2010 when they made it back. Oh, that playoff run! I mean, it wasn't saying, deep, but he he was really good in that. In that, like, that Bulls series, he was. They he don't. There, that he went that, off. He went. He broke a record that year. What was that, it nine threes? That three or eight year window of some of the best Celtics basketball we've ever seen. So in three years, wouldn't for three exist years, for three years? You're gonna put them, You're gonna put up a retired number. All right. Well, if that's the argument. Then put up Rondo's number. Then I'm just saying. If that's the argument, put up Ronald's number. Mm. Yeah. That's if that's a, the that's argument good... you're, yeah, if that's the argument you're, you're presenting, you're putting on the table, put up Ronald's number. I because feel like he was ridiculous. Just, no, listen, listen, though. He was ridiculous in like 2000. Rondo, hey, no, but I'm just saying, though. <laughs> you do I'm love, just saying, You though. do love Ronald. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you do love Ronald. No, that's true. I've already, I've already <laughs> talked about this. I love the motherfucker that left to Miami because, I, he, to me, he's the best shooter I've ever seen. I got love for the dude. That's why it pisses me off what he did. I know, and I. Other than I, that, trust me, I don't. I don't. I don't that, think but that. But going back, to, going back to the Rondo thing for a second, right? If you're, if their argument is those three years that he was phenomenal and they were a championship contender, then put Rondo in there because of 2010, I will 2011, this, and 2012. I will tell you just, this: just those, just those playoff runs alone. I will tell you this: if, if the, the Celtics decide to retire uh, Ray Allen's number. Rondo's number will probably be, end up being re- maybe has a chance to be retired. Oof, the only know. reason, no, 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 no. First know. of all, they just gave him number away to on. fucking Demetrius Jackson. Hold on. The only reason I say I don't Listen know is me. because he didn't have a he, he didn't exactly have a big role. Point. No, all right, go ahead. All I'm trying to say is they're gonna have he a brand have a new banner. The team. They're gonna have a brand new banner with mad empty spaces if they retire Ray Allen's number. So they'll be like, well, fuck, let's fill this fucking banner up and fucking put Ray John Rondo's up. So because of that, they're gonna fill that. No, no, because Ray John Rondo's never gonna get his number retired as a Celtic. But I'm just saying, like, if I just think if if your argument, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't Rondo yet in that 08 year. So he didn't really. That's what I mean. Yeah. The championship year. The championship year, there, Rondo was, was just, he, he just, he was the facilitator. Yeah. But in, but in 09, the playoff season in 09 against and the Bulls. If you really want to get into it. 2010, that whole, that whole really, Rondo whip to the finals. If, no, no, 2010. 2010 is when Rondo was Rondo. If no, you're going to give. 2009 against the Bulls. If we're going to give credit. They both went off. Yeah. I guess douchebag, douchebag, and Rondo. playoffs. Oh nine playoffs into ten. In two thousand ten, he he went. Okay, he was two thousand eleven. Two thousand ten. Two thousand eleven, playing with the freaking his arm hanging off, 
In 2012, he's the reason why the Celtics went all the way to Game 7 against the fucking If you're going to give Miami. credit for Ray Allen to coming to the Celtics um, to attract KG, then you also have to put the blame on Ray John Rondo of why Ray Allen left. That's a big reason. That's a, that's a dumb reason. That's a dumb reason to say that's the reason why he left because that is, as a professional, as a 37-year-old professional that you have been dominating in your craft, for 16 seasons. He didn't want to put I'm up with shit. I'm going to leave because of, 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 of Rajon Rondo. Well, let's talk the about reason why he's, he's, he's the reason why he broke the three-point record because of Rajon Rondo. Let's mention, let's mention what, what Paul said. He didn't want to put up with shit, though. I know, Joel, I know you wanted to tease the article, but let's just throw it out there, what Paul said about the fact that not only did he just leave, but he didn't hit anybody up. And Paul hit him up, he said. He called him more than once, and he never, never, got, a, never got, got a call, call back. back yeah. And all of a sudden, he found out the way we found out that Ray Allen was going to go join the Miami Heat. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll put. I'll put. I don't care. I don't care if they retire Ray Allen's number. I don't care. Because, I because think you, there's, you, there's you a chance they retire. Could, you can even say you can even blame Doc Rivers because he said he never got a call from Doc Rivers, and Doc Rivers like this is year six. I got to call you every year to see. Hey Ray, are you on board? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. But I, I'm just. I, he, he doesn't. He, 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 his, his ego wasn't stroked anymore. That's why ha- he bounced. Yes, you have to at least acknowledge so that. I can't, I can't. Ray Allen. I'm not gonna accept that saying that. Oh, it's all Ray Rondo's fault. I'm saying he has a obviously. Shout out, shout out to Nick Gelso. I know he's loving this right now. But go ahead. Yeah, he's a big Rondo guy. He's not. He's not a big Rondo guy. Oh. <laughs> Sean's looking at me like I'm no, so confused. Not. Go ahead. What were you going to say? You forgot. No, I was just going to say that you have to just accept the fact that that play, it, it wasn't his full decision. I don't think it, if Rondo was a nice dude, if Rondo was like a friggin', I don't, you think that plays a role? I don't know. If Rondo was a... Some, you think that's a factor? Yes. I just don't think he didn't want to put up with Rondo's shit no more. But what's Rondo's shit? Go ahead. Break this down. Rondo's you want, you want shit to is just it. being a... Rondo is an no, don't, don't give me don't give me vague I, I, you know, adjectives. Tell me a, an example of why. Okay. Um, when this he dude, when threw this dude the would water go, bottle on the friggin' screen as Doc was trying to okay. say shit. How does that affect Ray Allen? Because Ray looks at this name. dude. Ray, oh, oh, yeah. You said his name. <laughs> he's definitely going to edit that out. You know that. You know that he's going to edit that out. I want the first time you said his full name. Uh, no, but well, how does that affect him? There are so many anecdotes about how just Rondo if, was if just it hard. If it didn't affect Kevin listen, Garnett, listen, why would it affect almost it? It's hard to get along with John Rondo. So that's the coach's job, not, not any, any players. Okay, but if, I have, if I'm a free agent, Joel, and I don't want to play with this guy no more because I'm sick of – Having to go in every single day and dealing with his shit, and I, I don't, I don't like playing with him. Even though he passed me the ball, even though he sets me up in my basketball life, you know, it's been a, a, a little bit easier because of him. If you have to deal with the guy on an everyday basis, and you, he's he's volatile. You don't know what you're gonna expect. Okay, okay. So then, what if, what if, what if it comes out? But you have, you're a free agent. No, but, listen, you but, can listen, just but go, what, if, what wait, if it comes out? Wait, what if it comes out that wait. he that he hated Kevin Garnett, always cursing all the time and calling people. You know, don't cancer you patients and whatnot. Don't you think that would have came out already? But what is the only thing that came out was Rajon Rondo. There has been documented, and if you want, I will research and bring this back to this podcast. But there's been documented times where Rajon Rondo was an issue in the locker room. So if Ray's like the team's going, but that's the, not the only thing that. Listen, that's the only thing that's I'm not saying it's the though. only team, uh, the only thing. I'm saying that played a major role in probably why he left because the team was aging. Ray had an opportunity to go sign with the Heat. Win a championship, which sucks because that was our rival at the time. But it was right because he won a championship. But if Rajon Rondo is there and you don't want to play with him anymore and you know that P- 
Pierce and Garnett's contracts are coming up soon. It's going to be you and Rondo if you sign a long-term deal. It's a two-year deal. I don't know, man. <laughs> two-year deal, getting I, more I, money. I don't. I don't. No I don't trade ag- clause. I'm not trying to say that I agree with what he did because I don't. Okay. I'm just saying. So then that plays that into, that plays into why his number is not going to get retired. Because of the way he left, mm. which which it'll take to take a lot. Left. It'll take a lot of time for the to the the wounds to heal. But you know that's why. If I look you at- legitimately want to look at it, every championship team, championship um, error for the Celtics, right? The top three players have their number retired. So if you're going to keep doing that, why wouldn't you put put well, right up there to piggy piggyback off your point of a new banner? I don't think they're going to start a new banner for. For Ray, Walter. That, that's, that's actually a huge reason why he probably won't get his number retired. Danny Ainge will get his number retired before that. Uh, Danny Ainge. She's going to put Ainge up there. Probably. <laughs> no number. Probably. No number. She's going to be like, Losey. All right, Jabot, what you got? Um, in case you missed it, Area 21 premiered this past week. KG's new show on uh, TNT. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought Joel was just about to give a movie breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know what you were talking about at first. You should have said Kevin Garnett's Area 21. I said, oh, okay. Uh, I was waiting for like the, fuck the is Hills that? Have Eyes 4. <laughs> Area and 21. And this new thriller. <laughs> but if you're like, let me fucking finish, then you'll know. Liam Neeson plays. <laughs> nah, what not. Area 21. Kevin Garnett's new new show on TNT. What'd you think about it? Oh, well, you're all pissed episode? off now. You're, no, like, you're, you're like, like, oh, it's whatever. You guys always fuck with my, my fucking segment, and then I just I lose all momentum going into what I'm going to say. I just sound like a, I sound like a jack-off. So no, whatever. it was great, man. I loved it. Joel, I mean, not Joel. Sean was talking about how he's, he, doesn't think, he doesn't think Kevin Garnett's going to be on TV much longer because, I just, because I, of it. I, I think that he needs to... I, I like Kevin Garnett. I like what he was saying. I thought it was funny, but it was mad awkward. You thought so? Well, no, the, the, the format is kind of the awkward. For, the, yes. way they, the way they check in with him is kind of awkward. I just, think that, I just think that he could be really good at it. They need to tweak some shit going on with that because the way they have it set up right now, they have him set up to fail. Well, I just think, I just think uh, the guys on uh, inside the NBA are focused too much on, like, where is he located? Like, why does that matter? Just like let the just, dude speak. Just keep going with it. Yeah. Or like, if you want to interview him or ask him questions, then go ahead. Just I like, just like how Rashid was there, and I like the thought that he's going to have like a different guest every single time. Like, yeah. that, that'd be, that's pretty cool because they just you know, it's, it's laid back. They're just kind of like shooting the shit. It's probably going to be Ray Allen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan just comes in, flipping no, the bird. Not, Tim Duncan, he's, he's going to get like head nods every time. It's probably going to be someone that we've seen. Stephon Marbury? Someone oh, that we've seen before, yeah. Oh, it might be that'd Steph. That'd be nice. My man, he's still playing out in, uh, in he's, China, he's, making, he's, them, making, them, making them dollars. Getting that statue built of him. <laughs> Hold on, let me think. Let me get a guess. Uh, right in Pongyang Square. Rip Hamilton? No. Nah, he'll probably have like. Billups. He'll probably have like Sam Mitchell or Ooh, something. Chelsea. Billups. Chelsea. Yeah. It's going to be like the guy that he was like most buddy-buddy with. Troy Billups. Hudson? Yeah, shit. It might, be, <laughs> it, might even be, it might even be Paul Pierce breaking down the Clippers games. Yeah, like, yeah, like, Paul, Paul's just chilling right now. This Paul's is the first on the couple bench. Weeks. You see him just as Rick James the other day? Yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> that was great. That was, that was great. hilarious. I love Paul. All right. All right, in case you, in case you oh, missed still it. Still going. All right. Uh, see, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> Listen, this segment wouldn't be the best segment if we didn't do it this way, though. 
If we didn't do it this way, this segment would be would be forgotten about. I feel like Shaq right now. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you should feel like Ernie. No, no, <laughs> no, like no. Ernie. Shaq, no, because Shaq is like when he comes up with something like when they were, he's doing like his top twenty five, or whatever, and he's like, everyone's all everyone's like, like shitting on top twenty five and what? Like right. he's just like, yo, it's my top twenty five. Let me say what I got to say. Whatever. <laughs> they didn't know who was next to. Like, all right, I think it's. Kenny's doing his or, or Chuck, and they're like, they're like, no, we just gave up on that shit. <laughs> that's what he, that's what they said. Well, Kenny and Chuck look at each other like, when do we, when are we supposed to do this? Like they, they missed the email or something. In case you missed it, get your DVRs ready because premier, premier, Dave Chappelle, yes. is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live for the first time in his career, and musical guests will be a Tribe Called Quest a day after they release their new album. <sighs> I can't Ooh. wait for that new album. Yes, November twelfth. So we're all getting Saturday together night. watching this. Yeah. No? No, we're so, going to get the album the you know day what? before, and then we're going to listen to it. We'll Facebook Live it. Yeah, I'm going to come to the uh, <laughs> the Causeway. Uh, we'll go to Newberry Comics, guys. Yeah. I'm going to come to the Causeway studio and just watch it here. So. All right, cool. Done. Child Done deal. Here. It's nothing like Saturday night at the Causeway Street Studios. <laughs> Yo, the fr- Ripping it up at freaking midnight. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for his monologue. Like, How is he going to come out? Yeah, he's going to come out like, looking show. all weird. Like, oh, I'm here. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know how this happened, but I'm here. And I'm, I'm hoping so. Maybe I really, he uses I, I'm Charles hoping Barkley that, voice. Maybe I'm hoping that he's gonna come out with a with a button in his mouth because that that that's just classic like Dave Chappelle Chappelle oh, show. I'll, I'll pull it out. As yeah, he's, as, as he's, he's talking, talking, just like light a light a cigarette and just like keep talking. I mean, it's gonna be like Chappelle show. Like, he's gonna be like, "Ow, with my baller, ow." It's gonna be like Chappelle show, Plus. but like, but like, whoa! I add just of add another like five minutes to it because the 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 opening monologue for Chappelle show is always like just a few minutes. So this is gonna be like times two. In case you missed it, shout out to the Cubs. Winning their yes. first World Series in 108 <laughs> years. There was 5 million people, over 5 million people that attended that Cubs parade. Oh, awesome. The seventh biggest gathering Yo, ever. I, I thought, like, mm, well, after the Pats won their first game, their first uh <laughs> Why are you Bowl. such a Cubs hater, Sean? <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, explain, I want to know. Uh, explain yourself. What the fuck uh, did the Cubs do to you? That's like... Someone in 04 just like shitting on the Sox, being yeah, like, fuck like, the Sox. Shut the fuck no, up. They, never, they haven't won shit in years, but I'm going to hate on them because I'm a fucking hater. No. I don't want to get into why I don't like the Cubs. All right. Awesome. People get, no. Pe- people get way too excited about the stupid Cubs. And like, they're the biggest bandwagon fans. The thing, the thing about the Red Sox, <laughs> the thing about the Red Sox, though, right? When the Red Sox didn't win their World Series. Because they didn't want to get into it, but okay. The Red Sox <laughs> didn't win their World Series. People were. Calling for the manager to get fired every single damn year. Trade this dude. Get this guy out of here. The Cubs? Oh, we lost again. All right. All right. Someday. So it's, so it's a different. So it's a, fuck them, man. They don't deserve this shit. It's a different. It's a different like passion. Not everybody's gonna be like a Boston fan. Then that's why everyone. That's why everyone hates Boston fans. Now, guess what? <laughs> fuck everyone else, then, dude. <laughs> you ain't on our level. Yeah, no, no, level. That's That's it. not a good reason. I don't like that reason. Yo, shout out to Steve Barman. You usually come out better. Yeah, and Steve you know what? Barman. Thank you, Steve Barman. They ruined a the guy's life. They ruined his. He's ruined his own life. No one told him to put his fucking hands over the damn <laughs> thing to catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, what a dumb fuck. And he was listening to it, so he was ahead of everybody else. No, that's real live game. The live game. Yeah, but Sean, 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 if like, that was, if that was fucking, you know what's coming. If if the shit was reversed and that was like Chris Sheehan from Southie. You know Boston would have fucking Bobby Davidson shit on that guy. But it would have been ten times worse than Barman. No, Barman would he would have been murdered. He may have died. Right. He would have been, been murdered. What about murdered. what about Bucky? Dunn? Bucky, the Dunn, Yankees. Bucky Dunn couldn't show his face in Boston until they won in 04. Still can't show his face in Boston. Well, I'm just saying some parts. I'm just saying. No, but what I was what I was saying after this uh, some diehard '86 Sox fans, <laughs> they're still mad at that motherfucker. Right. By the so way, I'm so mad face. about fucking 2003, my, man. Fuck Aaron Boone. I hate my, that motherfucker. My main reason of why I can't stand the Cubs, it is the, just the fact that 
They have just collected every Red Sox player that has been good <laughs> and just put them on the squad. Yep. While we're that over was, here, that was Theo, man. We're That's over like, here, yeah, shut just, up Theo. Just just broke finishing, curse. In, finishing in last place, and they're like, "We'll take Lester. We'll take Lackey, uh, Anthony Rizzo. We already got him from you." Uh, yeah, the and, biggest uh, mistake. You know what? Theo, the, Theo, the, Theo, the last, no, the last ten years. That's the, the biggest Sox, mistake man. the Sox did was the not Sox. sign. No, fucking that. No, that they fucking lowballed him. Was like, oh, he'll take a fucking like seventy, eighty million dollar deal. Ridiculous. Well, because and he said that he would take a hometown discount. But yeah, but that, damn. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, Larry. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. That's gonna haunt them for a long. We gotta time. We can make this a separate yeah. podcast. That's gonna make them. That's gonna haunt them for a long time. Anyways, fuck the Cubs. Where can you follow us, Joel? No. No, what I was gonna say, I was gonna say about the, when the Pats won the first time, they were predicting like, like five hundred thousand people in, in government center, and it turned out to be over two million. I was there. I skipped school. It was cold as fuck. Mad flashing. Mad women. people. Oh yeah, them them nipples were out. Out. <laughs> the nips were out. The hard ones and the liquor. I mean, I was like fifteen, so. <laughs> I had but, some liquor. I just remember. I just remember standing. I had some liquor that afternoon. I'm not gonna lie. I just remember standing there and I was no, like, sorry, oh. That girl to show the boobs. We gotta we gotta tell that story somewhere. We gotta have a separate episode where we just talk about Boston sports and our crazy Boston sports stories because that's one right. of them. That's a good one. Cool. That's the first time I. Uh, well, that's it for right. that's it for in case you missed it. <laughs> we'll see oh, that. About no, real quick, we'll real, time, real quick, real we'll quick, quick real quick. We gotta shout out the open field. We haven't done it in a couple of episodes. Shout out to our homies, out west, out west. You know the open field. Check out their podcast. It's called Vodka Soda Happy Hour. Good stuff. Anything from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Pretty much all the stuff that they write about. They talk about on their podcast, and uh, you guys know him personally. I don't, but it's a good listen. He bought me a beer from California once. Oh yeah, he wired the money to you. No, he just had friends at the bar that. Oh, that's right. During our uh, our playoff, our live live podcast, our live live podcast. Yeah. Well, what's his name? So we can shout him out. Mikey. Mikey. What's good, Mikey? I hope his name is Mikey. No, follow them on (laughs) on on Twitter. Worse with names, dude. At the Open Field. Yes, big shout out to them. And also, uh, big shout out to Blue Apron, starting a sponsorship. Starting next week, we'll give you more details. Uh, things are still in the mix right now, but um, they sent us their first, what was it? What do we call this? A food package? That food was I guess. scrum diddly and it, was, it was so good. Uh, my personal favorite Thanks was for sharing with me, guys. Appreciate with the that. pork tenderloin. Joel, you. You ate the whole fucking thing. That's a lie. I'm just now hearing about this. <laughs> I told you that I couldn't. This is you a very unkind man. No, the food was great. And what's eighty what, when he's blackout drunk, he doesn't remember it, dude. What's great about them too is that not only do they give you the uh, the, the food, but they give you recipes. They give you uh, the, portions, the ingredients, the portions. The portions. It's it's fucking delicious. But uh, next episode, we'll give you all the details of our new uh, uh, sponsorship with Blue Apron. So I just wanted to mention those guys because. Man, that food was bomb, and they just sent it a couple of days ago, so I had to give them a shout-out in this uh, podcast. Next week, we'll have more information, and we'll give you all the details. Get, is, used to, get used to that, just to hearing that name. Blue Apron. This, in case you missed it, is brought to you by CLNS Radio. Listen to uh, the best in Boston sports coverage, all their podcasts, including stuff from the Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, and Celtics, including us. Download the CLNS Radio app on your Droid or iPhone. What's a Droid? Android, you douche. Oh. I just didn't know what it was. Oh, okay. You know I th- what it I thought you were being a douche. Yeah, hey, I, I think you're being, being a douche. douche. Also, follow I us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all at Causeway Street, and like us on Facebook. Word. Causeway Street Blog, or go to our homepage, CausewayStreetBlog.com. One last thing go out and vote this Tuesday. Just do it. I'm not saying who to vote for. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and, and with that, we'll wrap up our uh, show. Uh, this has been there. the Causeway Street Podcast. I Guys, love Causeway appreciate Street. all the love. Yes. Uh, the conversation never ends on Twitter, guys. So keep hitting us up. Uh, we appreciate the feedback, the positive and the negative. 
Well, heck, if you just if feedback you, in general, if you talk shit about us, we we you get mentioned on this podcast. We love what happened this episode. So also check us out on, uh, on SoundCloud and subscribe on iTunes. Forgot to mention those two things. New segment. We'll just pick out the person who talks the most shit to us and mention you on it. But podcast. in the most clever way. In the most clever, clever way. We'll, we'll shout you. We'll out. have to figure out another segment thing for that, man. Uh, uh, we'll iron uh, that out. Troll uh, of the week. That one. Troll of the week. Uh, I don't know, man. And then everyone's just going to start shitting on us <laughs> every week. Yeah, yeah, just to get a mention. Just opening the floodgates on that one. You're going to have someone just to sign up to Twitter just to shit on us. Troll of the week. D-ball yeah. junkie. Yeah. D-ball junkie. Shout out to you. Yeah. We up out of here. All right, later. Peace.